0: Oh, my God. It's so quiet now.
1: It's so quiet. (laughs) Now I feel like I'm wearing noise-canceling headphones.
0: I know. It just went, like, the room went totally silent.
1: Yeah. Oh, you could hear a pin drop. He's going to come in, and it's just going to be a fucking tornado. Yeah. Um, Speaking of tornadoes. I know. Oh, my God. I have so many many thoughts. So many thoughts.
0: That's good. Welcome to another episode of Pajiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. I'm Pajiba contributor Dan Hamamura, and with me as always are Pajiba TV editor Tori Preston.
1: Hello, Dan.
0: Hello. And uh, Bridges McGee, Dustin Rolls. Pajiba Bridges McGee? I don't know. Hey, Dustin.
2: (laughs) Hello. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) That was a very, No, no, it's congratulations. Congratulations, Congratulations. Dustin. Yes, Uh, This week, we're not talking about the Psych 2 movie or Peacock in general, which means No Brave New World, Uh, uh, but uh, we're also not talking about Cursed uh, on Netflix. The uh, the Frank Miller does feminist uh, Lady of the Lake story, in (laughs) quotation marks, Um, because we're still in July, (laughs) so we're still talking about Friday Night Lights season two. This week, episodes uh, 10, 11, and 12 of season two, uh, and uh, we'll get into that in a minute, but uh, first of all, how are you? How's everybody? What are you drinking? What's what's going on?
2: I'm going to sneak Brave New World Easter eggs into the podcast about Night Lights. Oh, Uh,
1: I'll do the same about uh, Cursed. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just, you know, the next time I have to reference the fact that, you know, a a Merlin is not the name for a pubic covering. (laughs) Unlike what some of my co-hosts might think. Uh, hmm.
2: Dan, that's right.
1: I, I was very
0: confused by that uh, phrasing.
1: Yeah. No. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and
0: I I'll I'll sneak in psych two references, which is mostly mostly just um, I don't know, Scrubs references. Scrubs references, <laughs> and a pineapple within, that's and right. uh, and uh, a cat cafe. Uh, a pop-up cat cafe, run by Allison Miller, uh, who
2: looks like Maggie Lawson. She does not look Ex- like Maggie Lawson. How? How does she not? First they of all, so much alike. She's like a foot shorter like, than her. Still, when she was on the psych movie, I, like, I, I had to do a double take, and I was like, "Oh, she's running a cat cafe now? Does, oh, does well, it, wait, no." I think you have. One- I think you have facial blindness. Blindness. It's yep. <laughs> <laughs> just with blonde white ladies.
0: Sure.
1: They all look like they're from One Tree Hill. I get it.
2: That's right.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we, we've allotted, we've used up our allotted what's everyone drinking time, and none of us have spoken about what we're drinking about. So on to the show. <laughs> I don't know. I'm drinking wine. It's uh, something, you know, grigio of some kind.
1: I'm drinking. Uh, I, I. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm drinking wine, but I mixed it with salsa because it's so freaking hot here. (laughs) So, you know.
2: I'm drinking my first bottle of wine from a wine club I joined because uh, one of our colleagues at Pajiba, Jody, sent me a code to get like $45 off of six bottles of wine. So I got like six bottles of wine for 45
1: bucks. That's you meant
0: You meant first bottle from the club. Not first bottle. That's more. right. Okay, I was, I was worried. Right, right. for a Second,
1: and and it's good. You're happy with it?
2: Oh yeah, it's Silver Escape, a 2019 Sauvignon Blanc, and it's Ooh. delicious.
1: I meant to tell you, have you ever had wine in growlers? You know how uh, like no. when you so you know how like if you go to a microbrewery, they'll fill a jug of beer for you to take rather than right. you know right. Uh, and you have to finish it in so many days because it'll go flat, but you just, you can walk away with a jug of fresh poured beer. Um, so there's a vineyard uh, in Vermont that does that but with wine. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> so I'll go over to my friend's house and she's like, oh, you gotta, yeah, you gotta drink this Pinot Grigio. I, I You know, it's a couple days old. I gotta finish off the jug and take it back for another one. The so, jug. The jug. You get your growler of fresh poured wine. <laughs> i want that it's amazing yeah well you know it's i mean something to look forward to it's in better the than pandemic. boxed <laughs> it is right. it, it definitely is it's like good wine it just you know you go to the vineyard and they pour it into a jug for you to take home <laughs> so now you have a goal for after the pandemic
2: i look forward to it <laughs> How's the pandemic treating you, Dan? Because here in Vermont and New Hampshire, I mean, Vermont and Maine, we're doing, the numbers are great.
0: Right. Um, Yeah, we're looking at uh, probably a a second lockdown. So that's cool. Um, Jesus. But, you know, like like I said, I'm, uh, I I feel a little guilty about this, but I thrive in this environment where everyone is, no one's allowed to go outside. Because I have so many excuses not to see people. Great, um, got a whole desk set up and everything. I can can go on Slack on the computer, and it's just like seeing friends in person. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like, in general, right now, like screenwriters are writing like three, four seasons that are going to be ready to go when the pandemic ends.
0: Well, see, there's a weird problem, which is that yes, there are writers employed working right now. Um, and because that's kind of one of the only things that, that uh that can be done in terms of T V and film. But on the other side of it, there are a lot of writers who are like, I don't have the emotional capacity to write while I'm doing sure. It. Or or you know, they'll get a little bit done and then fall into an internet wormhole for like two days and then right. you know and then write another two pages. So it's kind of a weird but mix, I think.
2: I also wonder, like Are, uh, like television writers thinking about particularly ones who have television shows set in the modern day? Mm -hmm. Are they going to incorporate all of this? And I mean, how can you not, to some extent?
0: My guess is no. Really? Yeah, because I think I think I think unless you're maybe I feel like if you're like a medical show or something like that, maybe you'd kind of have a you deal with it in some way. But I think i think the from my perspective anyway it seems like people are exhausted by living it and so they're like no one wants to also watch this like if anything yeah it'll go more escapist and it'll be like let's do stuff that's outside of you know what is quote-unquote reality um it will but but it will definitely affect uh filming and the way that you film and you know, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but, like, you know, whether or not you can have crowd scenes, uh, whether or not you can have characters uh, kissing or, you know, in close proximity for for long scenes.
2: Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like once these shows finally air, the pandemic will actually be over, so maybe it's something that would be sort of a time capsule of this. Otherwise, we don't I mean, we're gonna have a lot of news covering it, but we need like some shows that.
1: I know. See, I think in like fifteen we years do. we'll have yeah. a Wonder Years that's set in twenty twenty.
0: Yeah. And all oh, the characters
1: yeah, yeah. Will, re- will wear masks. But yeah, I think it'll it's be a like little... people will
0: come back to it with yeah. distance. But it's
1: a right. little hard to just suddenly have your your funny sitcom like oh and now. Every Set time we're outside, there. we have to like put on a mask and you know roll our eyes because it's so right. ridiculous. Like there's no, it's very hard. So to teenagers
2: keep. now will write a show about this experience, right? In yeah. twenty years,
1: okay. Later on, what I'm, and this was my so, the, and I feel bad because this was my like super jaded like you know early like you know in March days of coronavirus like breathing down our necks, and I was like you know this is gonna be the the three episode like event that kicks <laughs> off the next season of nine one one right it'll be you know the hospital of Rio, everyone and now i'm like it's not it's just it's not a stunt it like it was just it you know even thinking about that i'm like no i mean this is a disaster but it's not As you
2: think i feel like, not,
1: to, they'll I feel like they
2: have to do like a month They have to do like a month of episodes for this
1: yeah and and the way like you know how you would maybe deal with the crimes that happen you know like i could definitely see them doing like a a domestic violence storyline around people who are cooped up at home yeah yeah, something like that but also you know while we're you know how do they you know will they also address the idea of uh police you know entertainment around cops that's the other thing I'm, you know, because again, I, like I know we talked about this on the podcast, but it's like you know, nine one one was the show that had like you know, nobody hates Angela Bassett, but she is the she's the cop character, yeah, right? You yeah. know, well, I don't know. There's a lot that I'm wondering if they'll either actually dig into, or if they'll punt it all and come up with like a tornado or something.
0: Right. Well, the <laughs> the one show that that has at least publicly talked about that they're, you know, dealing with some of the current issues. Is uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, where they've they've said that they were they basically threw out their first few episodes that they had already kind of broken and written, and they're they're redoing them. You know, nobody knows what they're planning, but they're redoing them kind of through the post. Uh, you know, uh, after all of these protests started, basically. Right. So they're taking that into consideration.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll be interested to see how they handle it. You know, but it's also meanwhile you've got um uh Chris Maloney and and Mariska hargitay posting selfies on Twitter because they're is he coming back to SVU? Is that he's the... getting a new show. Oh he's getting that's right, the spin off that yeah. the that guy got fired from, right.
2: Yeah. Oh no, wait, uh, and that's filmed in New York, right? Uh yes. Uh, yeah that is filmed in New oh, York. Oh sorry. And they're like ramping back up right now, so maybe they can actually get some New York shows in before it goes back to shit.
1: God, you are just a Which ray of Which is sunshine. inevitable, people. You are a ray of sunshine. <laughs> Mr. I'm, Everything's I'm Great a, I'm Name. Optimist. Well, Mr. I stood in line for an hour for a lobster roll.
2: <laughs> a delicious lobster roll.
0: Well, look, uh, it's, it's, it's always difficult for television to tackle uh, natural... Disasters, things that are outside of our uh, outside of our control.
2: I know where this is going. Which
0: is uh, (laughs) which which leads us into the first episode of uh, of Friday Night Lights that we're talking about this week. Episode ten. There goes the neighborhood. uh, Opens with a
2: tornado. So a uh, really weird tornado. Yeah. It was but, over
1: like in the court. Like it was like a, it was the cold open and then you get to the credits and then after it it's like, and it's done now. Like the last time we saw it was, you know, Julie hunkered down under Riggins' protective arms. Right. Oh, that was great. But you know, it's, it's is, because
0: you don't want to, you don't want to deal with cleaning up, you know, debris. It's, it's, it's everything that comes after that.
2: Sure. And, and, and to be fair, in the South tornadoes are kind of a dime a dozen. You see them all the time. They kind of blow through. I used to spend a lot of you, you just go outside and you'd watch them and if they got really close, you'd maybe go down to the basement, but yeah, you know, we treated it semi casually.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I was more referencing the fact that I just really wish the show had, had taken more time to appreciate the fact that Riggins wrapped himself around yes. Julie to protect her.
0: Well, but um, it became, it was basically like the, uh, they they were telegraphing the entire episode because that's, that's yeah. his arc over that, over that, that episode is, is it's Riggins protecting Julie and then getting in trouble for it. Because, yeah. You know,
1: uh, I have to say, Julie. like, okay, so <laughs> A couple of things, really. So these three episodes, I think more than previous weeks, crystallized a lot of things for me. And on the one hand, I actually feel like I, I appreciated the show more okay, watching these three yes, episodes. Yes. And one of the things is Listening. Riggins. I actually really like Riggins as a character. And what I appreciate about the way he's written is that when he does the right thing, which he actually does quite a bit, um... It all goes terribly for him Mm -hmm. and then he vacillates and does the exact wrong thing and it will go terribly for him. Like the poor bastard cannot win, but 50% of the time he's incredibly noble. And so I did, and, and to go hand in hand with that, I did appreciate when, um, uh, coach apologized to him. That was a beautiful moment. Uh, and likewise, you know, Julie was at her absolute goddamn worst. (laughs) in letting him take the fall for this (laughs) drunk julie turned out to be even worse than regular julie (laughs) right um you know it took her way too long to to fess up but yeah I, i think his his arc of you know protecting her shelter you know he took her out of the the party when she was drunk and he didn't you know he couldn't he didn't save face he he let coach think the worst of him which is kind of exactly what he did with you know the street storyline like he never stood up and said like you know he got kicked off the team for helping a teammate like
0: right i don't know yeah there's definitely some kind of like kind of weird like honor there there's like a like he has like a, a a sense of honor that's a little bit twisted but but like makes him willing to to take the fall, or, or almost like he wants to take the fall. Like yeah. he's like it's trying. He's trying to convince himself. Oh no, I deserve this. I'm a bad guy.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of fascinating, and and the fact that yeah, like whore, like no matter he never wins. Like it right. just always goes badly for him. But he's still capable of doing these really great things, despite what anyone thinks about him. Uh, right. It makes him really compelling.
0: Um, and he and he's also. But it's funny that that he he can be that guy, but he can also be the guy who casually tries to drink a beer in front of Tammy
1: or tr- casually tries to get to talks about like having people do his homework for him or right like right, yeah
0: with with her sister and just like, yeah, I know. Oh,
1: okay here's heres one thing I wanted to talk about Aunt <laughs> yes. Aunt Shelley. Yes. okay
0: uh-huh. uh, one. By that was uh, from Dustin's favorite show
1: okay. We?
2: No, Nip Talk. Oh, God damn it, I've forgotten already. Boston Public. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> um, but
2: she was in Glee? She was also she in she Glee. She was
1: also in Glee. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, Aunt Shelley, I really love this episode, these, again, this whole arc. I, I liked her. Okay. I get that her ogling a teenager is not great. Uh, <laughs> on the other hand, He's taylor kitch 100. was yeah taylor kitch is not a teenager and he's he's slept with an adult you've got saracen sleeping with the live-in nurse you've got oh, like yeah. every you know like the teenagers the quote-unquote teenagers on the show sleep with plenty of adults so her ogling him seemed very like quaint uh but the way that did you think tammy was appropriate in, in the way that she called Shelly out for buying Riggins the t-shirt.
0: It kind of felt like her, like her jumping the gun in almost like what happened with the teacher who has not resurfaced. Um, where like, oh, where like she has, it's almost like she can see, it's almost like she has like story, like, like she has the, the point of view of the writers. Where it's like she yeah. can see where it's going. So she's like, oh no, I'm going to stop this before it gets there. But up to this point it hasn't
1: like, been that
0: it hasn't crossed that line yeah in a way where it's inappropriate it's just like oh i can see that this will be inappropriate in a week so i'm going to stop you now.
1: yeah it is kind of fascinating because that, that is the thing it's like you know as soon as shelly made googly eyes at at riggins <laughs> i had a moment of like like oh shit they're gonna do this hookup in coach's house <laughs> like oh Oh, and then when she no, no, no. when she like, you know, yelled at her sister about it, and then I was like, How dare you? <laughs> Shelly has not done anything wrong yet. Yet Yet. <laughs> you give right. that woman a chance.
0: <laughs> give me a chance. Exactly. I mean, you know, she, she she knows her sister. Yeah. She she can she can see what's coming. She can see what's coming around the bend.
1: Yeah.
2: Brilliant is a handsome man.
1: <laughs> oh man, I get it.
2: I get it. You get it, yeah. It takes forever. All right. You there's also th- there's no, a no. lot of
0: in in this episode. There's a lot of Riggins. Like it, it's just funny, like him being kind of an agent of chaos in the in the uh, in the Taylor household because he's flirting with uh, Aunt Shelley. Uh, he plays ping pong with Coach at five a.m. Oh <laughs> my god, that was amazing. That was
1: amazing. So, and
0: and the fact that Coach is like, like that, Eric's just like. We're playing ping pong.
1: Yeah, will you make us breakfast sandwiches? Yeah. (laughs) That was amazing. I also loved, I loved how Riggins is allowed into the house and immediately starts giving Julie rides to school. Despite the fact that both of her parents work at the school. <laughs> like, were they that close? Wow. Like, I, it was just, it was like a scene in the morning where she's mm-hmm. like, you ready to go? And, you know, they like troop out the door together, even though Coach <laughs> and Tammy are also about to troop out the door together. Like, right. you know, the way she just immediately was like, no, I'm going with Riggins. Right. <laughs> it's like, girl, I would have done the same. <laughs> I now it's it. too bad that
0: it's too bad that Riggins is old enough to drive because there would have been there's it feels almost like a missed moment of maybe it's too comedic but where you'd have all four of them in one car just going to school and that would be such a weird awkward moment like I feel uh, like there'd just be so much fun in that one scene.
1: I just really I'm really upset that him staying with with the Taylors didn't last longer cuz there was so <laughs> many potential there was so much potential there. It was so cute. Uh, it really was. It was so cute. Yeah, no, that ping pong scene. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So I, I, I was a little upset You're with Tammy. You're
2: smitten. You're smitten with Taylor. With, with, with Riggins, right?
1: Uh, Riggins is fantastic. He is very. Yes. Um, I, I You're can. you smitten. Understand. Yes, I am smitten with you Riggins.
2: Get the whole sort of brooding hair thing
1: oh the yes although can i just say what part of what i am so smitten about with him is the fact that he just is so like he just does not fit in on this show in that like even amongst a bunch a bunch of actors who are not teenagers playing teenagers he is still the old like he just looks like he's coming from a, a completely different show like the scene at the party where he like saves julie
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah
1: like when he's walking around all of the other high schoolers who are theoretically his classmates and you're just like you look like the sketchy grad student <laughs> right who's just like crashed a house party like it's just
0: <laughs> right he's like the creepy older brother who still kind of hangs around yeah he's and, like, like home from college for he break. buys the beer but like it's... yeah Everyone's like, okay. Yeah, he bought maybe... the keg so you can't kick yeah. him out. But like,
1: yeah, yeah somebody's always keeping an <laughs> eye on him. You know, and especially because he was the one actually keeping an eye on Julie. It was just like. I like I'd that... wait until
2: season four when he's actually that character. And not just <laughs> looks like that character. Oh, quit trying to get right. me to
1: keep watching.
2: <laughs> I, I, Guys, I've totally decided that after this I'm going to continue to watch. I'm not gonna watch three episodes every Sunday night, but I'm gonna watch at least an episode a week. I All love right. it. Oh, I have to continue. I love it so much; it puts me in such a good mood.
1: I love that. I, I also. I, I... Oh, good. No, no, no. Go ahead, Dan.
0: No, uh, no, no. I, my thing is a is a different thing. So go, please.
1: Oh no, I was gonna say like there are other. Um, it's a little different, but I was gonna say like along the lines of like Riggins is definitely my favorite, but I also finally found some of the appeal of of Coach.
2: Yes. oh it was, that, it was that scene and this is and, and this is what i thought when <laughs> when um when riggins shakes his hand because he's like thanks basically for uh sticking up for me for me yeah when riggins, when uh, eric pushed that coach against the wall
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: and you're like that was like yes yes and that's one of those moments where it's like this is why I want to be a better person for that man. That was, I want to be good for Coach Taylor.
1: That whole episode. That whole episode. The way that he tried to walk that line of like, like his kids were being harassed, right, and he was trying to keep them calm. Try to get the other team to be respectful, try to keep everything smooth, even though obviously, like, you know, having this, this, you know, uh, rival team having to, because of the tornado, having to use their i don't also why was it only the football team got that got moved to dylan like why were like was the what happened to the rest of the high school students (laughs) that was a question i had i'm not going to dwell on it (laughs) uh they might
0: have been there but you know maybe we didn't see them
1: maybe we didn't see them i mean certainly no one was worried about their girls soccer team finding a locker room um that's true anyway uh but yeah, I mean, he really, like, for the whole episode, that scene was the culmination of it. But for the whole episode, he was really doing his best to, like, be the diplomat and, you know, to be the coach for this whole horrible, messy situation. Right. Um, and then, yeah, having it come to a head in that, that, that was the moment. And I think it really goes back to when he is being a coach, He's great. But yeah. I also, it also crystallized for me the fact that when I have the biggest problem with him is when he's acting like a coach in his personal life. And that's my problem with the way he <laughs> talks to Tammy sometimes. Right. Even when he means well, like, the, the when they have the conversation about whether she should, you know, quit her job, if she can handle, like, you know, the separation anxiety and all this stuff, he, tr- he comes at her like a coach. Oh, he's like, yeah, well, let I me tell you this right scene. now. Like, you're not going to quit your job. And I was just like, dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and it was I, he meant well, but he was be a husband, not a freaking football coach.
0: Right. Um, I think that I, I I still believe that other seasons have better versions of him in the marriage. Right. But yes. uh, But I, when that scene came up, I wrote it down. And I was like, oh, this does not feel like it doesn't feel right because it feels like he's being a coach and not a husband.
1: Yeah. I think that's, and maybe that's, maybe that's just the way that they wrote it, him this season. But I think that's most of the time when his, when I get angry at him as a character, it's because he's, yeah, he's talking to Tammy as a, as a coach. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas when he is acting as a coach to his students, he's doing great. Um, I do have, can I ask you guys a question? Uh, Well, my, my question was, so this was the first episode of this season that i noticed there was real um football happening like you have that big game against uh the the inhabiting
0: Larrabee, larabee
1: <laughs> yeah. their yeah. team uh and you know for a while I, I was able to follow it and it seemed like a real game right uh and then it it ends with with uh the quote-unquote Coach interference,
0: yeah. He, he, when he kind of like snapped basically, yeah,
1: when he had his little breakdown and jumped in, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of s- like so. At this point, I'm uh, Dylan, that the, the Panthers were, I, I'm assuming, a touchdown away from winning, they were like, they yeah, were behind, so they were so in that behind.
0: they didn't explain it clearly, but my assumption is that basically when that happened, uh, Larrabee forfeits the game.
1: That's what I was wondering because they just kind of yeah. go and the game is over and it's yeah like, they but... didn't
0: they didn't say it they should have said it clearly but that's my that's my belief is that that's what happened
1: but that was so that was my so I I agree I think that you know that was kind of what I concluded knowing nothing about the game I was like well I guess mm-hmm. when the coach has a mental breakdown and <laughs> tackles Riggins, that right. means you know the game's over you forfeit right. uh, but is coach Wait, interference you thought that was a forfeit it it has I to be know. a forfeit right it has to be nobody got Literally a touchdown. Won.
0: No, no. There's no way Larrabee They ended won that the game. game. Absolutely not.
1: No, there's no way they would yeah, have. If, if Larrabee when he got tackled, the game was over.
0: He got tackled by the
1: coach. Yeah, that doesn't count. And they didn't. They didn't restart. Dust... I
0: 100. I guarantee yeah. you, Larrabee forfeited. I that think game. it was a
1: forfeit, Dustin. I don't even know what this game is, <laughs> and I'm telling you, Larrabee did not win. If they were gonna win, they would have had to reset the clock and go over. Yeah. Or you can't or like give it like to them, the,
2: like.
0: At a minimum, if, if you're going to let it play out. Wait, wait. I'm At sorry.
2: A... I'm sorry I, t- I totally missed it. The coach tackled
1: him? Yeah. Yeah. The coach I had the mental breakdown.
2: What yeah. do you mean? How do you miss that? I, it? It was the whole point of like his
0: breakdown. Yeah. In, in, in no, the, I saw him.
2: I saw him have a breakdown, but yeah. I thought he was celebrating because somebody else. No, did. he ran no, no, out she, and tackled no. yeah, Riggins. She tackled Riggins and then started yelling at everybody. Like say, this like, is That's how, how you do it. it.
1: Yeah.
0: What the hell? And
1: yeah. then the referee oh, goes, "It's a coach interference," as if this is a normal call in a football right. game. Right.
0: <laughs> There is no normal call for that.
1: I was like, it, so, yeah, because that was that was kind of my question. Like, is there a history of coaches going ballistic and getting involved a, in the game?
0: There was a thing where now it wasn't a forfeit, but there was a thing where a guy, a, like an assistant coach, like tripped a guy, like he was returning a kick, <gasps> and he would have scored a touchdown, and oh. the coach like stepped out and tripped him or tried to trip. I don't know if he got him, but he definitely like everyone saw it because it's you know there are a hundred cameras and. He 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 tried to I, can't even I remember that. Yeah. I feel like he got fired and like or susp- I, so, something. It was, I don't know what happened in the course of the game, but like, his repercussions professionally were severe because it's like you don't do that.
1: No, know? no. Okay, yeah. I was just wondering like how much of a precedent coach interference is in football.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I don't know how I missed that or why I missed that. I just because my thought was like, oh, they lost, and that's two losses. And they're done for the season. As far I mean, in no. Football, well, if you have two losses, you're done.
1: But that's the other thing. It was really poorly done because they just kind of say the game is over, but they don't show you who won or lost. And right. there's and it was a coach interference because they did. It's like I would have expected if they were going to try and continue to have a decisive victory, it would have been like a what? Uh, do they penalty kick? Is that what they do? Or well, a, a give throw? There's no.
0: There's no. It's weird they, because there's no real mechanism to to deal with that because like it, at least the way it looks on screen, it looks like he definitely was going to score a touchdown, right? Yeah. No so one like other than the
1: coach was ahead
0: of him. Right. So you can't, you, so you, you kind of have to assume that he would score the touchdown, but there are no penalties where you assume that something would, where something like that yeah. would happen. Yeah. You would either so... have to
1: like, yeah, I would imagine reset the clocks, play it over or, right from that place where he got tackled do a uh, um are they downs or or kicks or
2: uh, don't you think in throwing? reality they would have i think in reality they would have um like half the distance to the goal line and then another No dunk. I
0: I think in reality you forfeit the game. Yeah, <laughs> I right? think coach yeah they, for, they the Yeah, they forfeit the game. I think that game. that's what happens. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because that's the thing there is no precedent for coach interference. Right.
0: Um, that kind of makes me want to look it up
1: now maybe yeah look it up, they just said it saying. so like you know oh that's what this is and i'm like right. are you just saying like words? oh yeah Every,
0: everyone knows that that's the thing
1: <laughs> this is, yeah this is totally normal happens all the time in the football um
0: <laughs> well no there is i mean maybe it has happened smashy o- boys. the smashy boys of, outside of the uh the the one guy tripping that i can remember but um but yeah i don't know i mean it's it's definitely something that's it's weird and rare, but yeah. Um, but that that coach man, he was uh, he he kind of lost his mind.
1: But so he's clearly lost his job. Mm-hmm. Is Taylor gonna hire him?
0: <laughs> Did he don't come think back? So <laughs> I don't remember. I don't believe so.
2: Um, no, but that's the sort of thing he would do,
1: right? That's what I was thinking.
0: Um. Other things that we that kind of came up in these episodes Landry starting the lunchroom fight. I thought that was
1: uh Landry gold, Landry did well,
2: (laughs) but it's another one of those things where like every three episodes they return to that storyline,
0: right? Well, he had his he had kind of his arc with that with with that through kind of the dance, right? And then him, yeah, him kind of being like uh trying to trying to stand up for himself and like you should if you like me we should just date. and why not and i don't know um
1: i liked i liked i mean it was a little out of nowhere because it's like you finally got the girl that you like just to, to admit that she likes you and that's when you're like actually i have standards but on the other hand i was really proud that he had standards
2: <laughs> i wondered though how familiar you guys were with that uh, song at the dance because it was like it's like a staple in the south and it's a really gross song it's uh charlie rich and it's um if you happen to see the most beautiful girl in the world (laughs) you know what i'm talking about
1: i mean i heard it in the scene i don't know anything i I didn't recognize the
2: song that's not a song you know Uh, no uh, because that's like if you live in the south you hear that at least once a week it's like uh margaritaville oh or devil devil went down to georgia
1: See, but now I'm imagining that entire heartfelt scene happening with Margaritaville going on in the (laughs) background. But considering the shirts he wears, it would have been very appropriate. I love Landry's fashion. (laughs) Oh, also, I like the fact that we we know the murder is over. There was no follow-up on Landry's missing watch. But Buddy lost his clock. Yep. <laughs> so we've now moved on to a completely different important timepiece.
0: Oh, poor
2: Santiago. Yeah, that's really. And then they brought in uh, the dude from Weevil, the Coppola from Veronica Mars. Weevil, yeah. thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: It was Weevil playing a slightly, I guess, Weevil Texas Weevil instead of
2: uh Neptune yeah. Weevil.
1: Oh. Yeah, Santiago. Weevil always line. plays a
2: weevil, and that makes me sad.
1: The whole thing made me sad. Because
2: he's a Coppola. Wait, what? He's a Col- Coppola, and he's always and he always plays weevils.
1: That
0: doesn't sound right.
1: Like, I mean, is he a Cage Coppola or like a? No, he, what yes, flavor a cage
2: Coppola? What a... Like a, it's
1: so like right. a kind of that doesn't a. Doesn't sound right. Kind of a cousin. He is.
0: No, Francis his name. Kap-
2: no, Capra. Well, I think it's. I think he's related, isn't he? Uh,
0: according I'm not, to IMDb, is, this, like, is not
2: related to director Frank Capra. But not Cop- I always thought it was a Coppola. Why am I thinking this? Why is this? Why am I just now being corrected on this? this because you have
0: you have uh, facial blindness <laughs> and also uh, name name this blindness. Is
2: this is No, all my life I thought this guy was related to the Coppolas and oh my god that's not true
1: francis capra
2: (laughs) yeah
0: not even the same
2: name dustin yeah why did i think that (laughs)
1: he was he was discovered by robert de niro and Chaz palminteri when they were casting for bronx tale wow 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 your entire mental history for this poor actor is just does this
0: change like everything about your life now yeah
2: Well, it changes everything about Veronica Mars, in a way. Oh, my God. Because I always thought, like, why do they keep casting this guy in these weevil roles when he's a fucking Capra?
1: Well, did you see that his name Uh, is... Well, you thought it was Coppola, and his name is Francis. Did you see the name Francis Capra and just go, oh, Francis Coppola?
2: I must have... (laughs) But also, how <laughs> racist is Hollywood that they keep casting him in the same role?
1: Well, yeah. Right. I mean, I think how racist is Hollywood is a pretty good uh, question for the entire, that entire arc for Santiago. <laughs> like, that oh, that episode yeah. was real sad. That was yeah. not, they finally give him the spotlight and it's like, oh, by the way, like all of his friends are thugs and he has to be, oh, the yeah. he has to right. be the good one. Right. Like it's all, you know. It was right. just, and
0: again, I think, despite like the material, he's doing a pretty good job of it. He like,
1: absolutely, yeah.
0: Like he looks, like he genuinely looks conflicted, and like you can, you can read a lot out of his performance when he, even when he doesn't have much dialogue. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, but it is a very, like, oh, like we've seen this storyline before.
1: you knew exactly how how, and it was and you know it also worked because it was the it was a chance for buddy to kind of show that he valued santiago over
2: football right over
1: football over his possessions over you know he gave him the shot and he immediately you know that like i did appreciate that when he walked in all beaten up it was like buddy didn't care about the clock he cared about taking care of his wounds but it was also just sort of like Why did it all have to come to this? (laughs) This is the
2: sad part about the whole thing is that Buddy clearly killed him in the off season and threw him in the ocean. Oh, well, um, he just never shows up again.
1: Nor is mentioned.
0: Well, that's a but. But that is that does. (laughs) That joking aside, that does make me think. it, It is a bummer that, like. His character, he's good enough. the The actor's good enough, and his character, like there, there is an interesting thing that they could have done with his character. That it, I don't whether it was the you know because of the writer strike and the way that the storylines got changed. Um, like he could have been more than a uh, a way to kind of show buddies. Like like he 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 is a little like they give him just enough. That he's slightly more than just like a plot device for Buddy, right? But a lot of it is like, it's just as much about like Buddy showing that he's you know a better person than you think, than like Santiago also showing that he's a better person than you think. Um, but the show does kind of like learn its lesson. I feel like, although I haven't watched in a while, like when they get to Michael B. Jordan seasons because he has a lot of like the underdog comes from kind of like a a troubled past kind of storyline, but they they do. So I feel like that's kind of like the the better version of the story that they end up doing, um, but that's not for a couple seasons. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I also really kind of enjoy. I mean, I'm bummed that Santiago doesn't stick around because I I like him and Buddy living together and like mm-hmm. that their dynamic. Yeah. You know, especially as it if, if now that they're showing it evolve beyond, you know, this is his employer and you know he's right. getting a break because of football or whatever, you know, right? Like you're starting to see the hints of of real character development for both of them, and uh, you know, and knowing there's only three more episodes left in the season, it's kind of a, a bummer knowing that he's not going to be back. Yeah. Um, also, not coming back, Carlotta. <laughs> yeah. Gone. No. Mm. They're She's, just uh, they're just getting rid of people left and right.
0: Time for her to leave. Um, I I don't know why because there's no. If this is the end of her arc, and I don't remember if there's any other fallout in the last few episodes. Um, there's no, like they never got caught by his grandmother. Right. Um, I mean you know Saracen's sad. So there's that but it just kind of ends it's just kind of like it, it's it's almost kind of like oh we you know the contract's up like we like we had her for six episodes and that's it yeah it was and literally
1: something. she has to go back to guatemala for her family yeah. like no yeah. you know yeah i mean does this drive him back into julie's waiting arms
0: <laughs> uh not this season Not this season. I don't think think so. Because
1: what really upsets me is she acts so broken up every time, like her whole thing right now, where every time she sees him with another woman, she like has to like fight back tears and and leave whatever building they're in. Right. And it's like, but you're the one that dumped him? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe high schooler emotions are just more complex than I remember, but I'm just kind of like. (laughs) You were really not super into him and you like found a hot guy at lifeguarding
0: well, and like dropped him. In quotes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean he right. he looked like he was sweating perpetually. <laughs> so, you know, That's kinda true. hot. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't really it's just like any excuse to make Amy Teagarden cry. <laughs> <laughs> like that's her entire character. Good lord. The entire, yes. The entire season. It's just but she's you know, either on the verge of tears a, or crying. That's what
0: it's like to be a, a teenager. I don't know. Is that right? I feel like I crying I didn't all the time? Yeah, I feel like I didn't have like the the crying mood swings, but it was more like the anger mood swing. So it was like I don't know. Uh. That's just me. But like
2: I don't I never cried in front of people, I'm sure I did. I cried, but I don't remember ever crying in front of people. My, my son, he cries. He's 13, but he's also angry, so he does both. But I don't think he would ever cry in public.
1: I definitely would cry when I was angry.
2: Yeah. In front of, like,
1: classmates? Probably not. No. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I can't tell if I was sort of emotionally shallow back then or if I'm filtering everything through the emotional shallowness I've earned now.
2: <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> but either I think way,
0: there's a, <laughs> a different kind of emotional shallowness. Right. At least for me. I'm not I can't speak for your experience, but um, uh, what else happened in these episodes? There's barely any street. He's not in the first two episodes. He's in the third episode for like one scene when they're prank calling Lila. Oh,
1: oh, the Christian
0: radio station with uh, Dustin's Dustin's favorite resident. It is the guy from
2: The Resident. I was wondering. Stop it. I watched New Amsterdam. But I (laughs) love him from The Good Wife.
0: Okay. Well, you know. The Good Wife, The Resident, Dustin's favorite shows. Yeah. Or Boston Public. Gilmore Girls. Matt He he was on Gilmore? I looked up how to say his name. (laughs) Just for that.
2: Wait, that's how you say it? I always thought it was country. No. <laughs> well, according to the one website that I looked at before I stopped looking. I, I'm sure it's right. I've never Please tell it me that. you typed it into but,
1: Google Translate and made it say it to you.
0: I did <laughs> okay. not, but I did type in his name and then scroll down until I found a website that that said, here's how you pronounce it. Um, oh, yeah.
2: No one has ever played like a likable like guy who looks like somebody you want to kick the shit out of at all times. And in this particular uh, episode, he looks exactly like every Baptist youth minister in the South. It's insane.
1: <laughs> it should, yeah. So,
2: like, nice guy, plays probably plays acoustic guitar. Also, you want to kick his ass, but... You also like him a little.
1: Oh, his pickup yeah. lines with Lila were terrible too. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. So like, you're not hard on the eyes, and then like, no, I don't want to let go. And it was just like, ugh, try harder. I didn't. She deserved more.
0: And then, and then Riggins shows up at the exact wrong time
1: with flowers. Uh, with flowers. Yet again, Riggins. he tries to do the right. He tries to do a really good thing, and it goes poorly. Mm-hmm. then he'll try to do but he also stole the money from the meth head and you know that's gonna go poorly
0: unless... Oh, that might actually have gone okay oh, really? Did it? does that come
1: back? that guy I is gonna know. show you up don't... with a gun at any time
2: um... I know he doesn't I, I'm gonna spoil this for um, Tori because uh, she's never gonna watch season 4 but <laughs> Riggins goes to prison and I don't remember why and I keep thinking like something from this season.
0: Comes no, back no, 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 it's not this season. It comes from it comes from Billy's
2: arc in season four. Oh wait, he takes the fall for Billy, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh. oh,
1: shit. oh That's God when Billy. By
0: that point, exactly- so so Tori, since you're not gonna watch it, but by that later in the show, Billy becomes like a real like he becomes like a crucial character in the series, where like you really like Billy and like you really feel for him. Um,
1: but presumably he never gets his shit together because he's
0: uh, not doing great right now. He gets his shit together more than he has now, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doesn't
0: he have job. like a kid? Yeah.
2: Is it a kid that he has? Yeah.
0: Eventually, yeah. And, um, I wonder if we should be spoiling this for the listeners who maybe haven't seen later. Well, whatever. It's a, they're not. It's a 15-year-old. It is,
2: yeah. <laughs> Who only watches season two? I
0: don't know. Uh, No one would be that crazy.
1: I'm raising my hand right now. (laughs) I
0: know. Uh, But uh, actually, you know what? That's a lot of... These are a lot of people that are being written out. So that's uh, Billy's girlfriend and, you know, uh, uh, Riggins' ex is being written out. Yep, Uh, she is. Carlotta is being written out. Um,
1: I think... Uh, Smash's girlfriend is maybe written... Well, I don't know. They seem like they're about to break up.
0: Oh, yeah. There was a whole Smash recruiting racism thing. That was fun.
1: Her awful family. Who? Okay. Look.
2: That was so weird.
1: Why would you invite... Like, if you want to have him over and say, by the way, we don't want you dating my daughter, but why would you invite his mother and sister While you go, by the way, I don't want you dating my daughter.
0: Right. But wasn't it his, wasn't it Smash's mom who started that exchange?
1: No. She didn't start it. Her parents started it and then they go, Uh what do you think? You must agree with us. And she's like, yeah, actually I do.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. And then I was, and this was. I feel like she disagreed for the wrong, for different reasons.
1: I thought so too, but she never clarifies. And that was my problem. Because if she'd gone, yeah, I agree. They shouldn't be together because I don't want my son dating, you know, a girl whose parents view him that way. Or, you know, if she'd, like, stuck up for him. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, yeah, no, I agree. It's not, you know, they shouldn't... It's not worth it or Well, whatever. she's
0: disapproved up, up, up until now. It seemed like more because of the recruiting thing of and how football. she's, yeah. like, twisting his mind, right? Yes. Or she feels like that.
1: She didn't like her for those reasons. Yeah. Um, and then this... Yeah, and then she agrees. But it was just so and then to have it immediately like you know presumably these two PDAing all over town prior to this hadn't been a problem but then like after that confrontation between the parents then it's they go to the movies and and smash has like a, a confrontation with a bunch of racist
2: sometimes people. right the show doesn't yeah it doesn't <laughs> live up to yeah so, so some of these plot lines feel very dated well, and that's
0: that's specifically kind of all. It's weird that they all end up in that one episode, yeah. Episode twelve, wh- where you have the you have the Weevil and Santiago uh, uh, storyline in there, and the racism storyline. Yeah, in there.
1: smash. And yeah,
2: it felt very after school, especially. And I don't know. I I think maybe that, I hope that was just a season two thing because all of season two. Felt like an outlier, and it felt like it jumped back on the tracks in season three. And I don't remember these problems, although I'm gonna to have to rewatch and find out if it still had some of these right.
1: Well, you'll issues. You'll keep us posted.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah. You every week you can have a little uh, check in on Friday Night Lights with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> season three. I mean, I've said it before on the podcast, but season three remains my maybe my favorite. I, it's not the best season, but just again in terms of like pure emotional like uh closure because because there are so many characters who end up getting their um like it's not necessarily in the finale of the episode but like or of the season but like you know over the course of the season they write out characters and it's like they all get their goodbye but they all kind of get their own goodbyes. That's kind of nice
2: uh uh this is a funny thing that I just noticed. Uh, do you remember season four who came in and replaced Riggins on the football team? Uh,
0: it's the, um, the the character who kind of filled his spot was the guy who
2: um, who ends up going in the military, right? Yeah, I think so. But the thing about his name is Matt Laria, He was only yeah, yeah, also yeah. on Parenthood. Yeah, but he looks just like Saracen. So they like yeah. replace Riggins with a Saracen.
0: Right, right, right. But he but he Luke has kinda like, but he has kind of the troubled past and like uh troubled home life and struggling and if I remember, if I'm remembering correctly. And oh and he was the one that like they didn't like him for some reason, right? When he comes in. Like he comes in late to the team. Like the team is kinda like the bad news bears and they're not um they're not very good when they go to East Island and then he comes in somehow was he from dylan and like they found out that he was eligible for them like it was like a mighty ducks thing
2: previously a standout in west dylan's jv team he has yeah. returned east dylan he's the adam banks
0: oh. I, he's the adam banks of the of east dylan
2: oh yeah 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 he also uh got uh becky pregnant
1: who's becky
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Becky is uh, is a character who comes in. She's another second half character. um, uh, Yeah, the
2: whole cast turns over in season four, basically.
0: Who was? uh, She was like she had like a huge crush on Riggins, but he's like you're like 14. Relax.
1: Um, (laughs) I'm 30.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait.
2: So it was nice because like shows high school shows never turn over the cast. She kind of
0: becomes the. She kind of becomes the Julie. She's like the new Julie when Julie goes to college.
1: Also, excuse Becky? me. Wasn't yeah. there Saved by the Bell, the new class? Did they do that? Or am I thinking oh, of college Oh, there was years? both
0: Saved by the Bell, the new class, and Saved by the Bell, the college years. Yeah. You can uh, have both. Yeah, yeah.
1: You can have both. That yeah. is what also, is weird, because they don't fall... Like, Lila's still in town, but she's graduated. Street's still well, in town.
0: Don't worry about that.
1: Okay. What uh, about... So, wait. Well, you said that uh, this dude replaced... Riggins. Did he yeah. replace Riggins because Riggins graduated or because Riggins went to prison?
2: Riggins, both. But, like graduated, they happen, but he basically.
1: graduated, then went to prison.
0: Like, like within the football yeah. storyline, he's kind of like the troubled guy.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But So I guess because they, they have him go to prison presumably so he can stay on the show while everyone else has graduated and moved on.
0: Well... Yes and no like I, it's kind of like a it, it's a it's a thing that happens at the end of a season and then like you come back the next season and he's getting out. Oh.
1: And then so what he's I was think the
0: Yeah.
2: Wait what?
1: Does what he I, then stay on what, the show?
2: He does stay on the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What I think happens with Brigands is like in season four when they turn over their almost the entire cast because everybody graduated, they were like But we're not going to do that with Riggins because he's huge, and we have the option on his contract, and we're not going to let him go.
0: Right. Well, also the way that they the way that they initially keep Riggins is, I mean, it's a very Riggins thing. So it seems like very it totally fits with his character, but it's also like very very fast, where it's like he got into college, and then basically I think like you see him driving back to dylan and he's like ripping up paper and like tossing it out of his car or something it's like i'm not going to college i'm going back home yeah <laughs> was something so like disappointing. that and it but it, but it was that, also yeah. like fit it's like oh yeah of course riggins would do that like he'd go for a week and then go home
1: yeah
2: it did fit but it was also i do remember that episode being like so hugely disappointed and like my heart was completely <laughs> broken Right. It's like um, the same thing happened to Lip and Shameless, whatever. You know, you don't care. It's like these people that (laughs) finally fucking make it out and then like, fuck it, we're going back to where we came from. Right.
0: Uh, Oh, Tori, your your mentioning of Saved by the Bell reminded me that... uh, So we're not talking about Peacock this week, but (laughs) but one thing that I thought was funny was I watched, uh, as you did, Dustin, the Psych movie, which premiered on Peacock. And after the movie ended... The first thing that Peacock recommended to me was the Save by the Bell wedding TV movie, which ends oh, the Save by the Bell, that story arc. And uh, I just want to say I didn't watch it, but uh, I may have uh, recorded it on VHS back uh, when it actually in aired. Yeah, you and, did. And mm-hmm. uh, watched it, you know, a couple times because, you know, whatever. Save by the Bell. Don't. Look, they, they deserve their, their happily ever after, you know? That's all I'm saying.
1: For some reason, like, I remember watching Saved by the Bell when I was a kid, and I'm sure I watched almost all of it, because I was right. of the right age and had very limited options. I had one channel, and it was the channel that Saved by the Bell aired on. Um,
0: oh, that's right. You couldn't change the channel.
1: I couldn't change the channel. <laughs> so, I, you know, again, really, you know, I watched a lot of, you know, very certain things. Right. But for whatever reason, the only episodes and maybe it was just because they were rerun more but the Mm -hmm. only episodes of saved by the bell that i have a very clear memory of watching as a kid were the ones where they're working at the the summer camp it was basically they tried to to spoof baywatch almost it's like they're working at this like yeah and
0: leah remini is like his love interest his
1: love interest yeah Yeah.
0: it's so weird that that yeah that that segment kept rerunning for some reason for like, some reason. Right. And
1: so it's like yeah. I just it was almost like it was its own spin-off that wasn't the college years, but it was right. it was just this one entity, and I watched it those episodes <laughs> over and over and over again. so that show had yeah. so
0: many weird like turns because I had you had that. yeah, like I barely you're you're right. Like I kind of agree with you because I don't remember like I remember the show, but I don't remember like, day-to-day specific episodes but that arc feels very uh cemented in my brain
1: yeah like i remember mark paul Paul gosler like more in beach shorts than i do in his costumes at what was it wasn't the no the peach pit was from 90210 what was their like diner place
0: oh um the max The
1: max Oh yeah. God, the '90s. Oh, the '90s.
0: And there was a Max, and then they wrote him out. <laughs>
1: like,
0: no. he was there for like one season, but I didn't remember because those episodes didn't rerun. They didn't rerun the beach ones rerun. <laughs> the other thing about that show was that the um, Do you know about the Tory arc?
1: No, what?
0: Okay, so the, so so the last season of the show, they wanted to add like thirteen extra episodes, like for like their senior year. Yeah. So, but uh I think, if I'm remembering correctly, I believe it was Elizabeth Berkeley and Tiffany Amber Thiessen, like everyone's contracts were up. And, like, the others said, fine, add, you know, another 13 episodes. But they didn't want to do it because they were tired. They're like, we're done with this show. Yeah. So instead, they brought in a new girl named Tori who was like wore a leather jacket and like rode a motorcycle and she was cool. She was like, Uh, she was
1: based on me. I don't (laughs) like to (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
0: So it's based on you. But, uh, but, but this is all during senior year. So the way that final season airs, if you watch it in like, in like chronological order is that you have like the first half of the season is everybody is normal. And then there's like a whole string of episodes where, uh, where Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Elizabeth Berkeley just aren't there, and nobody talks about them, and there's this other girl Tori that's there, and then you get to graduation, which they had filmed with the entire cast, and so Tori is gone again, and the other two are back, and nobody <laughs> talks about Tori. <laughs>
1: it's so weird. Honestly, nobody talking about Tori is very similar to my high school experience.
0: Like Basically, what I'm saying is that you need to, you should sue somebody.
1: Yeah.
2: it feels like there's some money there. You know?
1: Yeah. They, what they, I don't understand. They minority rewarded like me.
2: I am very familiar with this whole show, like the two of you are. But what I don't understand is why. Because I'm older than you guys are. So I was like 16 when saved by the bell started but you, why was i watching saved by the bell you
1: really you have a heart and you really like teenage No did you watch
0: it <laughs> did you watch it when it was part of tnbc or did you watch it like in syndication on tbs in the morning yeah Cause it, it would run like
2: all... i watched it on tbs in the mornings but why okay because it's
0: just I on that? you wake up on. and it's on and you're like oh yeah okay i got 20 minutes before i go to class or work or whatever i've
1: probably seen literally every episode of bones just because it was on tbs <laughs> all day I send
2: bones, but <laughs> say by the bell was for like it's like for 12 year olds yeah and i must have watched it in college probably well the- I, I don't know i don't know when else i would have seen it
0: but again, everyone in the show was like in
2: their early 20s. So yeah. It was, yeah. I feel
1: like it's exactly in your wheelhouse. I don't know why you're surprised Maybe. by yeah. this.
2: I don't know. I think, I do yeah. think it's strange. I think I watched it because everybody was attractive on the show. because that makes There's sense. no way I enjoyed it because it was like a good show. It was the one
1: tree hill of its time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe uh, there's
0: there's one other storyline that I remember, and this is not a uh, Saved by the Bell podcast, but there is one <laughs> other storyline that that is really burned into my brain because I remember as a however old I was as a youth thinking, oh, this is real inappropriate, like like this is a real irresponsible behavior of the parents, and it was uh, Zach's. It was a Christmas episode, and uh, Zach like is. Is like interested in some girl who turns out to be homeless. Like she and her dad are oh, like, God. he lost his job, whatever. They're living out of his van, something, something. And Zach's mom is in the episode. And at the end of the episode, you know, Zach has kind of like, won this girl over and like, you know, they kiss. And it's very like, you know, high school teen TNBC chase. Like it's at that level. Except uh, I think, I'm pretty sure it's his mom who says, the gist of it is, like, I know what you want for Christmas, and it's like, oh, that's inappropriate, like you're talking to your son about like how he wants to have sex with that girl, and they're both in high school, and you're his mom, and i don't I don't like this, and uh, i'm I'm a little weirded out by it that you guys are so close and buddy buddy, and uh, anyway,
1: did you not have a lot of sex jokes with your parents?
0: It turns out I did not, <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, maybe uh-huh. maybe I'm the weird one, but it I did not see my experience reflected on screen. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. Well,
1: speaking
2: of uh, speaking of Saved by the Bell, do you guys remember? There's a reboot that was supposed to be on Peacock, but I think it's. What's well, delayed? It must, it must have have been, been delayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They didn't. Get, I don't think they got to. I don't know if they filmed any of it, but yeah, they they. It'll happen sometime.
1: Do you think they'll reboot Friday Night Lights? Does NBC hey, Tori, have the rights? You
2: They've don't talked about reboot it. Perfection. No, no, stop it.
1: They've the show about is it. already Every a reboot once of the movie. They talk
0: about they talk about doing a movie or something.
1: With I, don't, I would take
2: a movie.
0: I don't think it's going to happen, but there, it's it's been. I feel like it's been rumbled about in the past.
1: I mean, here's the thing: uh, you could bring back Coach Taylor and and Tammy. Uh, Gracie could be in high school by now um, so you can have like another you know annoying Julie character um, <laughs> but Riggins because like Taylor Kitch isn't doing anything get him on as the really awkward guy who's living in coach's uh, garage and is is assistant coach <laughs> coach like gives him a, you know a job helping to coach and it's mostly Riggins buying alcohol for high schoolers. Um but while also Sorry, this, offering tough this love. Can't happen. Why?
2: Because you don't know how you don't know how Friday Night Lights ends.
1: Are you and gonna tell sweetest, me does Riggins die? This,
2: no, but it's the sweetest, most wonderful end ever.
1: How does it end?
2: It's just the
1: finale
0: oh. is really good.
1: Will you it's tell so me good. will you tell me next week how it ends? When we're yes. done with our, our season two rewatch. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll talk about yes.
0: We'll talk about where all the characters end up uh at the end of, by Are the end you of
2: the sure series. you don't want to watch the season you, 5 finale.
1: Just... You might tell me something that makes me want to go and watch the finale. Oh, there you yeah. go. All right. All right. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm, but, I'm, that that will be my goal to convince you to watch the finale. Okay.
1: All
0: right. So we'll we'll we will talk about where they end up by the end of the series next week. But this week <laughs> we're going to talk about where would they be in 2020? <laughs> As our quote unquote
2: game oh, This upsets yes greatly.
0: That's right. Segways, galore. Oh. Uh, there was a so this came out of a, a tweet that we saw and uh, maybe I'll put it in the article, I don't know um, where uh, some person on Twitter made a tweet that said, who what character do you love? Who definitely would was it? who would have voted for who, who would have voted for Trump? Yeah, okay. And then and this tweet posited, coach taylor right um no. but it got us thinking no uh, which we don't necessarily agree with but it did no. get us thinking about like where he would he voted for be? bush where would they be in 2020 <laughs> who would they have voted for um uh so yeah so this is not really a game game but we'll just we'll, you know we'll we'll talk about it we'll use it as our last uh discussion point
1: okay one caveat I yes. do not after the absolute ringer that twenty twenty has been put me through, <laughs> I don't feel emotionally mature enough <laughs> to <laughs> offer answers that aren't I I just oh, this is gonna be really hard.
0: <laughs> we don't actually have to do this game.
1: No, we should, but, <laughs> but the it's the only like, character
2: that's a Trumper is Buddy.
1: But honestly, like, who, like, okay, well, so who I, who got I coronavirus? See, I could
0: see, I could see Lila. I could see Lila. Lila's being,
1: absolutely a Trumper. Yeah.
0: Like in in like the I you feel know, like I don't like him, but I'm uh, but I'm gonna vote based on like you know kind of certain priorities. But I hate abortion more. I feel like yeah,
2: Lila is a Lara Bush
0: of Final Lights. and hey, you, you think Lara Bush didn't vote for Trump?
1: Yeah.
2: I think they somehow figured out how to mm. abstain. Mm. <laughs> but it can't Everything. just be
1: who who they're voting. Are we where they are, or literally who they who they're voting for?
0: We can talk about whatever. I I, I did not think uh, clearly. I would not spent a lot of time thinking about what the parameters of the game
2: are. You're gonna turn Friday Night Lights into a toxic political show. I see how it is. <laughs> <sighs> Well, no, Look, but it, I'm it from does... the south. Everybody from the south votes Republican, and it breaks your heart. Mm-hmm. And they present it as reasonable, right? And they treat you as you are the idiot for voting for a, a Democrat, right? And you feel ashamed for voting for a Democrat because they. Right. So, well, it's a very so weird thing.
0: well, so so that but that leads me to. Uh, my my first point, which is that um, even even without presenting to, to Tori where Julie's character ends up by the end of the series, Julie absolutely is like a hardcore like like trying to be woke Democrat, like performatively yes. woke on Instagram. Like, yes, yes <laughs> like like hardcore, you know, I'm right. Wait, I mean, so here's
1: here's my question. Does she end up with Saracen or not?
0: You have to tell you now or you yeah, have to tell you next? This
1: bit? one I need to because it'll change how I think.
0: Okay. Uh, she ends up with Saracen. Uh, they move to Chicago.
1: Okay, that's the thing. So I was like, if she's with him, I could see them moving to a place like Chicago. If she was alone, yeah. she was 100% moving to San Francisco.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But either yeah, way, yeah. that kind of fits like this. Yeah, this person, I think. Oh,
1: yeah, you know? no. So, yeah, she's going. No, she's wearing her mask. She's going to the protest. She's crying yeah. constantly. So twenty twenty her... has been very hard on her.
0: <laughs> but so so, given knowing that about Julie, because that's a relatively easy one to answer. Does that mean is that a response to her parents, or is that in parallel with her parents? Since we're like, since we're oh, we're oh, like, oh. oh no, we we like you know we hope. It, I think we'd love to. To protect the Taylors.
2: Tammy voted for Hillary, and Tammy is, like, fine with voting for Biden. Mm -hmm. Actually, Biden is Tammy's cup of tea. That's, like, right where she's at. (laughs) Uh, I think Coach Taylor is probably a Biden voter, too. He loved Bill Clinton. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And then he voted for Bush because he didn't like Gore.
1: And then kept voting for Bush because.
2: No, I think that maybe Coach Taylor voted for Obama, because do you think he's a he's way.
0: a Bush Obama, and then yeah yeah, and
2: then. Uh, I think he's one of those yeah. independent voters that votes for usually ends up voting for the guy who won, but he did not vote for Trump.
1: I don't. I agree. I do not think Coach Taylor voted for Trump. I one hundred percent think he voted for Bush, but like I don't.
2: Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> he voted for Bush. But he he probably voted for Obama over McCain, but probably voted for Romney over Obama. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
2: I'm comfortable with with
0: assuming that. I'm just trying to think of where where now. I'm very curious to try to remember where in the storyline
2: they are by the end. Um, they're and well, they're in another state.
0: No, no, no. I know, but I'm just I, that's why I'm trying to remember like when that was.
1: Oh, so they oh, leave. leave.
0: This was uh, okay. They leave Texas. Uh, uh, Tori, you'll find out about that next week, <laughs> so Go. don't even worry about that. So we we have Buddy, we have uh, the Taylors.
2: Um, I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to think of like who who else would be like a, a tough. Taylor runner. doesn't vote. I mean. Uh, Riggins uh, Riggins doesn't vote. Oh yeah, Riggins absolutely doesn't. Riggins doesn't know that he
0: doesn't know that there's an election happening. No, um, Landry would be liberal. That seems yeah, yeah. pretty pretty safe. Like he's an Austin liberal. Right? Yeah, he like. he did right. not
1: leave the state, but he moved to Austin.
2: Yeah, correct. Yeah, um, oh. with his Christian death metal band, Christian right. Victorious. Oh
1: God, <laughs> which uh,
0: one of the one of the uh, Listeners pointed out they actually appeared in season one, which I had forgotten because I think well, we had they mentioned did. It. Yeah, I, I think we had mentioned that like maybe they didn't show up until season three or maybe I had guessed that. But yeah, someone said, oh, no, they, they show up in or yeah, they show up in season one at some
1: point. Well, so. then I take personal offense to the fact that they have not shown up at all in season two if they are <laughs> he's been busy trying to cover show. up
0: a murder. Turkey. Oh,
1: my God. Well, like, right. He <laughs> clearly on. is capable of multitasking. He was still doing sports. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended. Uh, What about... What happens with Tyra? Is that like a... Not a oh. good question to ask? I mean, uh. I know what shows she goes on to. She's Mockingbird. Right. She's, you know, she's... Like...
0: That is... I kind of don't remember. Like, she's there. I don't there. know. I feel
2: like she kind of disappeared.
0: She's kind of there. So...
2: I remember a big episode with her and uh, Riggins late where she comes back to visit Riggins.
0: Yeah. But by then she's off the. Sh- doesn't she basically. So ne- season three is kind of her big season or her big like finals. Because she goes and then she has the arc with the rodeo guy. And then she's like trying to get into. Sc- I think she basically gets into UT and then like you kind yeah, of. I think see she makes
2: anymore. good. She like. Yeah. She gets out. She, she, she voted for Hillary. Is what I'm saying.
1: Yes, yeah, she did.
0: Yeah, that sounds right.
2: Yeah. I think. Yeah. And Elizabeth Warren in the primary.
1: <laughs> I don't think anyone on the show is a is a Bernie. No. No. I could no see comment.
0: Julie being a Bernie.
2: Performatively. Sure.
1: But But like immediate but as soon as Warren was viable. No, because yeah.
2: But Tyra voted for Warren legitimately. (laughs) Right. And (laughs) Julie did because like all of her friends were God, Julie. (laughs) Jesus.
0: What about Saracen? I mean, he's, you know, pretty
2: Saracen does whatever Julie Ashton does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if a bag of pre-sliced bread is a political opinion, that is Saracen.
2: Saracen's like an accountant.
0: So, Tori, you don't like... How do you feel about Saracen over what you've seen this, this season?
1: He's fine. Like, I have, there's yeah. not really been enough... Because, like, the Carlotta storyline didn't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I like his, his grandmother. Uh, yeah. I sort of liked when he... I did like when he finally shut down Julie, because she deserved mm-hmm. it. But no, I mean, so far he just kind of seems to go from one girl to the other while somehow still feeling like he's the underdog, despite the fact that he's the quarterback. Ah, like, right. It's just, how do you manage to be that bland and yet <laughs> that important, supposedly?
0: He is like the most low status, uh, important guy.
1: Yeah. It's which like is, he's the also ran of main cast. Like right, you kind of right. forget I, about him.
2: <laughs> right. I do appreciate that like, he was, you know, his storyline is like he's Vanderbeek in um, "I Don't Want Your Life" movie, and yet they don't treat him like that. He maintains his underdog status right. throughout, and that's right. not easy when you're QB one.
0: Right.
1: But is, yeah, I mean, I it? mean,
0: as far as like this season, in in this season, he basically none of the football storylines have been about him because it's it's all been about either Smash and his like
1: smash and recruitment
0: yeah yeah or or riggins trying to get back on the team or santiago trying to learn how to play football or even even uh even landry has had more like football centric storyline he got on the uh, team
1: yeah 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 other than the the brief period where he had the like spat with smash that then like got them both like they weren't put on the field for a game right yeah other than that moment like the fact that Saracen plays football has seemingly not (laughs) been a factor of the season, which also reminds, but like football itself, football itself has barely been in this season.
0: Yeah. There have, there haven't been that many games. I'm, I'm kind of shocked at how few uh, football games there have been.
1: Yeah. And that was why this, this, the, the coach interference surprised me
0: just because it was a uh, because like
1: was... i because i realized when was the last time i actually saw a game right <laughs> like and it was i think the one where saracen and and uh what's his face were were and smash feuding. were were feuding and then they yeah. finally were put in at the very end because they made up yeah.
0: yeah there really haven't been many many games which is interesting um all right. Let's see who else. Who else is there that we haven't uh, we haven't discussed their voting pattern yet?
1: Okay. Um,
0: uh, I guess we got we, we definitely got Buddy.
1: Oh yeah, Buddy, he's yeah. obvious. Uh, what about we talked about? I guess
0: Sh- Street. Uh, he's been such a non-factor. <laughs> see, after his shark storyline.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Part of me with Street is like, did he? I like to imagine that he eventually just moved to Mexico and stayed there so he doesn't have to vote <laughs> period. But his
0: uh, his storyline, uh, we'll we'll tell you what happened to his storyline next week. But
1: um, he's definitely still voting in US elections.
0: He is still in the United States. Okay. As far as as far at least as far as where we leave him.
1: But. So I think that he also probably supported Bush at first. Mm -hmm. i think he's pretty similar to coach taylor kind of yeah you know like just but did not switch did not go in all in on trump hopefully
0: like he's well he's definitely like he has that kind of like fundamental like personal decency that i think i think even if he went like mccain romney he would be like trump is too far like, right. I can't do that
1: but that's right. also that's the problem is you start expecting people to have basic decency and then they vote for Trump <laughs> right. and you're like oh I guess not
0: <laughs> right well I mean but I think I think that his and you know we can get into this next week again but like his his arc is very much a lot of his arc is about his kind of like fundamental decency and um, okay and just him trying to trying to do the right thing kind of yeah um, oh Tori what if we do this next week uh, what if after we discuss the the episodes, you would you this requires a little bit more of you, but like, okay. would you be willing to like predict where you think the characters go, and then we'll we'll tell you where it actually goes? Kind
1: yeah. Of? Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll prepare uh, that ahead of time.
0: Dustin, what do you think about uh about uh Street and his voting pattern?
2: Uh, Street. Street, street votes. votes. Uh, he voted for Bush, mm-hmm. but no, no, he voted for McCain and Romney, but not Trump. Yeah,
0: yeah that's kind of where we landed
1: too. Yeah, we were like, he did exactly <laughs> what, probably what uh, Taylor did, what Coach did. <laughs> oh, man. So do we think, so who voted for Trump?
0: Buddy. Buddy,
1: obviously. Do we think Lila?
0: Yeah. I think Lila. Okay. I don't.
1: She's still got some feminism in her. I, it,
0: it's not that. I think it's just the, the religious side.
1: Yeah. Or she married a, a Trumper and kind of mm. couldn't get away from it. Unless we know otherwise.
0: Uh, we don't. Okay. I think. Uh, um.
1: Yeah, those would be... I guess the Garrity's, which is kind of amazing for a show set in Texas. But I can only really think of like two.
0: Yeah. Also, out. some of it might be us just, you know, projecting. Oh, yeah. Uh, because we like them. So, you know. Um, uh, <laughs> Smash. No. No. You know, yeah. Uh, is that it? Did we cover kind of the main cast? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm just looking to see if there's anyone else in the main cast that we've skipped over and uh, yeah because the other the, the other kind of like main cast characters none of them are in the show yet
1: So now the real question is who did Landry's grandfather's watch vote for <laughs> and we'll never know because it will never be mentioned again
0: Never came back until season five.
1: Uh, (laughs) If it comes back season five, it's just literally (laughs) like Michael B. Jordan walking down the street and like picking up an old watch.
0: (laughs) Yeah. oh, That'd be great. Like,
1: oh, it's so funny finding this outside of this convenience store. Weird that no one found it for two whole years. I would love it. Like, do you think that I know there was a writer's strike, but do you think they realize that they dropped like a, Seemingly important thing that they just like drop the ball on it
2: (sighs) I feel like it was more than just the writer's strike in season two it was season two was really even before the writer's strike it was all about trying to win over a bigger audience like there was a lot of notes from NBC executives is what I'm saying yeah and they were just like all over the place trying to satisfy people instead of being the show that it one wanted or needed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It lost its way.
1: I think that's and true. You
2: don't know that because you haven't seen how wonderful it is in the other
1: seasons. That's but also true. The fact
2: that it's still so wonderful in this <laughs> season.
1: No, no, I think you're I think what you mean to say is the fact that Taylor Kitsch is still so hot in this yeah, season. Well that's
2: true. <laughs>
0: he's uh he you know he's 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 good at the uh the brooding uh sad sad guy trying to trying to do the right thing
1: i felt for him so question (laughs) dustin you mentioned a is there a football position called a slot receiver or did Uh, you make? okay so you didn't make that up (laughs) that's a real thing i didn't make
2: that up that is a real thing
1: what (laughs) <laughs> what do they do? And are we allowed to talk about it? Oh yeah, yeah.
2: The slot receiver runs down the middle of the field and just gets hammered uh, <laughs> by the defense. <laughs> so it's, they're the guys that get all the concussions and they're always white for some reason.
0: It's, it's often um, undersized players because they yeah. have to, their, their strength. It comes out of like agility and an ability to kind of like get open over a short distance rather than like being, they don't have to be the fastest guy who has to like outrun everybody down the field, but they have to be good at like cutting fast or like making, you know.
2: Dan, uh, was easy Ed a side receiver? He was, wasn't he?
0: No, he was not. He was the, he exactly. was C. Yeah. Because huh. oh. the outside, the outside receivers were, uh, were him and, uh, and, uh, oh shoot, what was his name? Uh, McCaffrey and uh, Rod Smith. Rod Smith was the X. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, because they didn't really play with a slot receiver because they played with a fullback and they had Shannon Sharp. So Shannon Sharp was basically oh, the yeah. third guy. Um, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, but he has a, he has a very uh, slot receiver sort of personality. Yeah. Sort of on another team, perhaps.
0: Yeah. Uh, he like was the- like he was too tall to be a slot is the problem, but he was oh, like slow it? like a slot <laughs> or like, you know, not 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 a not a speedster. Uh, famously, Ed McCaffrey would cut his own pads down as far as he could because he said he needed the extra like uh, speed boost of like lightening his pads. Um, sorry, Tori. Don't, don't no, really I'm really bother.
1: honestly I could listen to you guys talk about slots for hours. <laughs> this was sounds a, weird. This is entirely okay. worth it.
0: <laughs>
2: that seems like it's a good place to end this week.
0: Uh so that's that's it for this week.
2: Uh I am heartbroken that next weekend is the last
0: Friday night. Lights. Next week is the end of the Friday night lights experiment and uh and then we go into something else. Yeah. Um, Supernatural
1: we, We'll be doing Supernatural. Yeah. So don't be too heartbroken, Dustin, because you've got a world of wonder ahead of you in August.
2: <laughs> I am weirdly excited about it. I really oh, am. Oh, I'm very That's,
1: excited. Yeah. I am too. <laughs> I'm working on my list. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, question, actually. Do you guys prefer to have things... Uh, In, like, because this is not the same. Like, we had an easy job with Friday Night Lights where we're watching things, we're watching a whole season in order. But because I'm picking episodes across a 15 season window, uh, do you prefer to have things in the order that they aired, or do you mind if we jump around within the 15 seasons?
0: I think jumping around is better. Okay, cool. Because it feels like fine i, just I mean my my, gu- my guess is that you're gonna pick like oh these are the meta episodes yes. either the i want to have like episodes. yeah
1: like thor like yeah they'll be like themed weeks like we'll do right this is like the general storyline oh. this is right. the meta stuff this is right. the yeah all good to casers. do to,
0: to try to do any of that in order just feels like we wouldn't get enough. Like we would need more episodes. Yeah. And,
1: and it would be really hard to talk about in a given week. Cause it'd be like, you'd be watching the pilot and then like maybe a meta episode and then maybe another episode. That's something completely different. And right. It's yeah. It's hard to kind of talk about them all at the same time. Yeah. So, uh,
0: no, I, I think, I think that making them kind of themed weeks uh, okay. feels, feels right.
1: But I will try not to completely confuse you, Dustin.
2: <laughs> Why would I be confused? I'm a very savvy television viewer.
1: I—it's <laughs> not a statement on you. It's more a statement about how wide-ranging supernatural tends to be.
2: <laughs> I could hang.
0: Anyway, uh, we'll we'll get to that in two weeks. But next week, uh, the end of Friday Night Light season two, uh, episodes 13, 14, and fifteen. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm a little sad too. I'm not gonna lie, because this has been fun.
1: I wonder um, if they'll play football next it week. It has.
0: They will definitely play at least a little bit of football. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure am But there won't
2: be any playoffs or finals, which never happened this season, I assume.
0: It, uh, yeah, but there's a good reason for that. So uh, anyway, but oh. that's all for next week. So we'll get to that next week. Coach uh, interference. <laughs> Coach interference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, good night.
1: Have a good night, everybody. Good night.